church. Yes, yes, yes. Did you enjoy? Oh, yeah. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yes, yes. Some of the things that I miss about church. Yes, yes. Man, we're going to go ahead on this morning and start our devotional service this morning. And we ask that you all join in with us here. And let's celebrate this glorious day, this first yes, Sunday yes, of the month yes, of yes. March of May. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Come eat and love the Lord. 
and legend Joel Reno. Join in the song of sweet accord and thus surround the throne. Let those refuse the same who never knew our God, but the children of the heavenly king may speak their joys abroad.
most holy, righteous, and heavenly Father. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Father, our Lord and Savior, Thank Jesus you, Christ. Lord God, we come now because you said that we could come. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, we come leaning independent on your almighty word. Your word. Knowing that you got all power in your hands. Nobody but you. And that you can do everything but fail. Yes, yes, sir. Lord, we just want to thank you this Thank morning. you, Lord. Thanking you, oh, Heavenly Father, for what you already done. Yes, yes. Thanking you right now for what you're getting ready to do. Yes, Father. Lord God, bless us only you can bless us. Thank you, Lord. Save us only you can save. Thank you, Father. Knowing that you've got all power in yes, your hands. Yes, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Right now. Have your way in the life of your children. Yes, Lord. Lord God, bless us only you can bless. Yes. Save us only you can save. Knowing that you got all power in yes, your hands. Yes, yes. Lord, walk with us this right morning. Now, right now, Father. Lord, talk with us this morning. Yes. Lord, we come leaning independent on your almighty word. Yes. Knowing that you got all power all in your power. hands. Lord, have your way this right morning. Now, have your way in our lives, Lord. Yes, Lord. Go before the major crooked way straight. Yes. Lord, have mercy this morning. Just a little mercy, Lord. Yes. And everything will be all right. Yes, it will. Lord, we come knowing that you can, Lord. Yes. And we come believing that you will. Yes. Lord, just have your way, Lord. Right now. That your will be done. Please, Father. Lord, not our will, but your will, your will. be done. Yes. And everything will be all right. Yes. And Lord God, we'll be so careful to give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise. Lord God, it is in your name that we pray.
Amen. Good morning. God bless you. It's good to be in the house of the Lord one more time. Amen. The choir say he's the joy of our salvation. Amen. I don't know about you. I just look in the mirror and smile sometimes. Smiling all at myself. Amen. When I think of the goodness of the Lord. Amen. And all he's done for me. Amen. I'm smiling and tears running down my eyes at the same time. I don't know if you understand that, but it works like that sometimes. Amen. The joy of our salvation. Amen. Stand to your feet now for the doxology.
Our Father who art in heaven, we come before you transparent and with gladness that we are the recipients of your salvation. We ask, O oh Lord, that you would forgive us for all of our transgressions. We pray that you would move upon each heart. If there are any hearts that callous among us, we pray that you would soften it, make it receptive to your divine word. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for just one more day. We acknowledge that our being here is not because we have been so faithful and full truthful, but it's because we have a God that is long-suffering. We have a God that gives forgiveness. We have a God that even before we fail, you had a plan of salvation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for Calvary. Thank you for Resurrection Day. Thank you for the indwelling of your Holy Spirit. Move upon each heart and each mind and encircle us round about. Promote healing in our bodies and our minds and our souls. Oh God, we rejoice in your goodness. And we recognize the fact that regardless of the circumstances, that we have a joy that's not continued on circumstances, but on a resurrected, on a crucified and resurrected Christ. Joy in our soul, we pray. We pray that we would move closer and closer together in you. In Jesus' name we pray.
This is the day that the Lord has made, and we ought to rejoice and be glad in it. Amen? Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go unto the house of the Lord. Amen. God has kept us in Jerusalem from Sunday to Sunday once again. And we ought to be thankful that he did that. He didn't have to do it. He kept us. Oh, yes, he did. I knew some people that in shock when they are gone, and we didn't think they were going to be gone. But we thank God for some unknown reason. He has smiled on us. He allowed us. I thank God. He is so mindful of us. Amen? It's not because of our great holiness, because we know all his commandments, and we did everything right. But just because it's grace and mercy. And we ought to be thankful. And that's why we take time out of our busy schedules. Because if it had not been for the Lord on our side, we wouldn't even have a mind to walk into the sanctuary yes. this morning. Amen? Amen. Next Sunday is Mother's Day. We look at your program. And we ask you that you would join us to celebrate all mothers. We want everyone to come and join us in our special Mother's Day celebration yeah. next Sunday. Amen? Yeah. Amen. It's a blessing to have a mother on this side of glory. As it was, it was a blessing for you to have a mother if she went home to glory. Amen. And we want to acknowledge that. She's happy that you're coming into the sanctuary. Remember, Bobby, we do Bible study on our phone conference line at 6 p.m. on Tuesday nights. Look on the back of your program, you find the phone conference line. Very simple to get on the phone conference line. Just dial the number and you enter the conference room. As a matter of fact, when you get on in there, you'll see that everybody's talking and talking and talking to each other and greeting each other. Amen? Amen. Amen. Remember to pray for my mother, uh, Marty Clark. Uh, she came home from the hospital yesterday. Thank God for that. Amen. Uh, Amen. God is still in the healing uh, business. She's home and she's doing just fine. As a matter of fact, she's getting ready to get up out of here because my sister and her church came to take her up. They're going to Georgia. God be the glory. Amen. God is good, y'all. Yes, sister Irma Thomas and all of this, remember Sister Irma Thomas and all I sit and I shut in, okay, remember the bereaved family, okay, just remember, please remember to pray for myself and all the leadership of the church, amen, amen. 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 we just do what God wants us to do and not what we want to do, amen, it's not our desire, it's our desire to walk according to the dictates of the word of God, and we here at New Jerusalem, especially the leadership, you know that when we are obedient to the word of God, God turns the glory on. Okay? He guards our territory and brings us into the place that he wants us to be. Amen? Amen. You got your black history fact there. You can read that on your own, own time. I want to say that we had our back to Sunday school this morning. Boy, did we have a grand time in there this morning. Amen. Amen. It was a grand time for us to be back in Sunday school. And, and now, because we, we need not... Not only do young people need Sunday school, but adults, we also need Sunday church school. Amen? It just won't be the same as usual. No one's just going to be talking and teaching at you, but we will have our activities and we will do different things so they can be interactive. Amen? We want to make sure that you are well versed on what you believe. Amen? It's important that you know what you believe, especially our young people. Amen? Even when them getting no fake stuff. So we gonna make sure we tell them the real deal. They know one God, one faith, and one baptism. Amen? Amen. As for the leadership, I said it in Sunday school, I said it again. All the leadership in this church, it's a requirement that you be in Bible study and Sunday school. Amen? Amen. 
And yeah. if you're going to continue to operate in that position and lead God's people, you need to be in Bible study in Sunday school. Yeah. Amen? You, yes, yes. The rest, the rest, the rest of the laity can, can make, have an option, but not the leadership in this church. I sat right there in Sunday school this morning and listened to Reverend Lyle teach as she spoke the word of God, and it was relevant. And yes, I did learn something. Amen? Amen. 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 We all can stand to learn something. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's continue to, uh, uh, like I say, pray for one another. Pray, pray for the, the well-being of the ministry. Pray for uh, those that we don't see. Even though you don't see some of some of our people, that don't mean they're not listening on our, from the phone conference line or they're not watching it from Facebook. Okay? So we need to continue to pray for those individuals. Amen? Amen. Amen. Is anybody in the sanctuary this morning listening for the first time? This time, so Pastor New Drew will give you a, a, a warm, personal welcome as your first time in the sanctuary this morning. Stand your feet at this time so we can welcome you. Anybody? No? Really? Okay. Amen. That's a, that's a blessing. Be back again. Amen. Man, everybody's been here before. That's good. So you know then you so you know the drill. Take off your mask. I don't mean your COVID mask. I mean your mask that you wear on your face that we can't see. Relax yourself. Take off your shoes if you have to. Let God get the glory. Forget about your troubles, okay? Just a, it's a Holy Ghost hospital. You come here so you can leave your burdens at the Lord's feet. And he wants you to leave them there. Amen? You might not be where you want to be. I and mean, we all in off circumstances and situations. But God is still in the blessing business. Amen? I'm convinced that if you just let God have his way in this gift him, he has not come to delay us on me and deny him. Amen? Amen? Hold on, New Jerusalem. Hold on just a little while longer. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's my one of my deacons always say. What do you always say, that Deacon Frillo? Yes, sir. What do you always say, sir? But God. But God. You don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about nothing. <laughs> Y'all don't worry about him. He act like he can't see. Don't worry about that. He can see. <laughs> he can see y'all watching. Amen. Amen. I thank God for everyone that's in the sanctuary. Thank God for the minister and staff and the choir. It is a blessing. I'm going to let Reverend Cook come up and lead us in our, our giving this morning. Amen. 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 God bless you. Amen, church. It's offering time. It's offering time. Amen. 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 I was glad. I was glad when they said unto me, "Let's let us go into the house of the Lord." Yeah. And also Malachi, will a man rob God? Amen. 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 Nobody don't want to rob God. God has given us first before we can even think about giving Him. Amen. Amen. So let us get together and come on and let's give an offering. Amen. 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 Ushers, if you will. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, thank you for allowing us to be able to give back to you that which you have given us, Lord God. For we realize and recognize, Lord God, that we cannot do this alone, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you for the many, many blessings, Lord God, that you have given us, Lord God. And we just thank you so much in the name of Jesus. So bless this offering, Lord God, that we may be able to use it, Lord God, for the building of your kingdom, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
in spite of myself, how I be behind the cross. Father God, let me be that earthen vessel that you have poured the gift into, that you stirred that I can pour out to your people. And when that was accomplished in this city, oh Heavenly Father, we will be careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. Speak, Lord, for your people heareth. Second Corinthians chapter 12, commencing at verse 7. At least I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations. There was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me. Least I should be exalted above measure. Are y'all with me? Amen. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect. In weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. Wow. I like to draw my top right from verse number nine. My grace is sufficient. My grace is Sufficient. Let me rest yourself in the presence of the Lord. My grace is sufficient. My brothers and sisters, Paul, the Apostle Paul, is being greatly attacked and criticized by the Judaizers who have gotten into the fellowship, who are calling into question his apostleship. When you read Paul's writings, Paul does not write long without first giving his testimony. He persecuted the church. He was zealous as a Pharisee. He was eager to destroy certain of the church. He was at the stoning of Stephen. He took delight in derailing the things of God until one day he could. Paul himself was arrested on the Damascus Road. All right. And before you witness, you ought to give your testimony, church. Yeah. You ought to tell somebody where you were and what you were when God found you. 
And so, to answer these critics, Paul says, it is not expedient for me doubtless to glory. Then he tells them of some revelation that he had. Not to exalt himself, Paul speaks in the third person. He says, I know a man, whether in this body or out of this body. I do not know. But he was taken up to the third heaven. And he saw some things that he was not committed to even utter. Paul said, I could glory in that. I could boast about that. I can really brag on these revelations, Paul said, for I have seen the resurrected Christ. That's a sign of his apostleship. That he was an eyewitness to the resurrected Jesus. Not only did he see Jesus, but Paul went up to heaven where God was and is and saw revelations that he could not even put into words. And he said, now, to brag about that, countless I could glory in that, he says. But God, to keep my feet on the ground, y'all with me? Amen. To humble me, I was given a thorn in the flesh Amen. to keep me humble, lest I should be exalted above measure. That's how verse 7 opens. And that's also how verse 7 closes. Which must means to me, Dr. Dr. Jenkins, extremely important. It must be extremely important for Paul to repeat that line twice. Lest I should be exalted above measure is how verse 7 opens. Lest I should be exalted above measure is how verse 7 closes. Paul says, with all that I know, you want to talk about bragging? I can really brag. Gifted? Paul said, I can brag about that. A Hebrew I am of the Hebrews, circumcised on the eighth day from the tribe of Benjamin. A Pharisee by religious training. Because of what happened to me on the Damascus Road, Paul said, I can really brag about that. I can brag on my speaking 13 different languages. I can really brag about that. Uh -huh. On God's calling me as an apostle, out of due time, I can really exalt myself in all the revelations that I have received. But to keep me humble, God gave me a thorn in the flesh. I don't want you to miss that, New Jerusalem. And he says, I was given as a gift. Y'all with me? Right, right, right. I said again. Paul said, I was given as a gift, a thorn in the flesh. Yeah. Now it's time to shout. Satan brought the gift, but God sent it. Yeah. It's my thorn. Satan brought it. But God sent it. And if God brings me to it, God intends to bring me through it. I never thought until 
getting ready to preach this message, realized I never thought of my thorn as a gift. I never thought of my diabetes that I have had since 1984 as a gift. Every time I have to refill my insulin pump, it depressed me and reminded me I will need this insulin for the rest of my life until I got the Holy Ghost to reorder my thoughts. I got the Holy Ghost to reorder my thought. God told me to receive this as a gift. Every time I look in the mirror, I see before and I see after. I saw what I used to be and now I see what I am before the condition. I appreciate how God has deepened my preaching because of the condition. God has deepened my prayer life. God has deepened my emotional strength. God has deepened how I deal with people. God has deepened my love for worship. And God has definitely deepened my love for the fellowship of the people of God. Because when God brings you through what he brought you to, you start to recognize that it's no longer your stress. You have me, have me mind the comments? But you're now operating in God's strength. God said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. I said, really? Okay. I pray for you to take this thing away from me. You said by your stripes I'm healed. I prayed for other people that saw them healed. Why can't I be healed? Let me say it one more time to you. God can only demonstrate how strong he is when he shows you how weak you are. You will never shout. You will never tell God thank you. You will never raise your hands and hallelujah and pray until you rather realize it's not about you. Amen. God didn't wake you up because you've been so holy. God didn't wake us up because we read the Bible and kept his commandments. God's grace is sufficient. It's right in the text. I went to the Lord thrice, three times, Paul said, and I asked God to move it, that it would depart from me. And since God did not move it, the emphatic word from God is no. Live with it. You need this thorn. You know why you, we need the thorns some of us got? Y'all ready? Yeah. It's time to shout. I'll give you cup. God said, you don't know. You, what you, if you knew what I'm getting ready to do in your life, you need something to keep your feet on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all ain't looking at it like that, huh? Oh, just whining. Y'all ain't hearing me. The way I'm about to bless you, you got to have something to keep you coming to church. The way I'm about to bless you, I'm about to make a way for you when a breakthrough so big, you, you, you're about to experience such blessing, I've got to send something to keep you humble. Because if I don't give you a thorn, you wouldn't appreciate my power at work in your life. My grace is sufficient for you. I'm a living witness, Sister Every time I go to the doctor, I had this thing since 1984. I should be losing toes, legs, limbs. All my, my eyes should be going bad. My internal organs 
got to wear glasses over 40, son. Ain't got nothing to do with your diabetes. You're just over 40. Keep on living. My grace is sufficient for you. I want you to look at this. We have that grace that's sufficient for us, uh, 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 Lady Jesus, but guess, we also have the promise of divine sufficiency. The promise of divine sufficiency. That word thorn gives us the word of a wooden stake. Listen, a wooden stake with splinters in it that buffets me. That word buffet in the present is in the present tense and the active voice meaning it is with me all the time. I can't get away from it, Larry. I can't get away from it. It's with me all the time. I never thought of cancer as a gift, Amy. I never thought of emphysema as a gift. I never thought of a debilitating, crippling disease as a gift. God does not glory in your thorn. Y'all with me? He does not glory in your condition. He gets glory out of your thorn. It does not please God for you to be in pain. It does not get any pleasure out of your pain. But God gets glory when you keep on going with your plan. I'll preach it to myself. He said, I get glory when you keep on going with your pain. Somebody in this church, under the sound of my voice this morning, got some stuff going on in your life that you can't even talk to nobody about it. But you showed up in here this morning and said, God, get the glory. Get the glory out of my life. I'm not all that I should be, but I thank you. I'm not what I used to be. God, get the glory out of my life. It's the promise of divine sufficiency. Let me speak a word to somebody. People make excuses for why we can't do what God wants us to do. Time out for that, y'all. Making excuses why you can't do what God asks you to do and what he requires of you to do. I ain't gonna say, oh, I, I wish I, if I had more education, if I had more money, if I had a better job, if I was a smarter person, if I'd been born at a different time, if I was shorter, if I was taller, if my skin was lighter, if my skin was darker, if I was born in the right family, if I had the right connection, if I had the right hookup, if I could just get to know the right people, if I could just be in the right place at the right time. That's about self-sufficiency. God can never use you in your self-sufficiency. But God takes you in your brokenness. I'm sorry. He takes you in your brokenness. God takes you in your addiction. God takes you when you're down to your last dime. God takes you when everybody else has counted you out. Roll the stone. God takes you when you look like what you have is not enough. When you bring it all to God, it's more than enough. Yes, sir. He takes your self-sufficiency 
and substitutes it with his divine sufficiency. Yes, sir. And you find yourself able to stand with anybody and give God praise and honor. God has to wake me up in the morning. God has to, got to give me the strength to do what I do here every Sunday morning. Thank God his grace makes us what, what, what we have lost in physical strength. What we have lost in physical strength, his grace takes place to compensate for that. All right. I am better, I'm stronger, I'm wiser, I'm deeper in my faith. Deeper in my faith, y'all. I'm deeper in my commitment to God because I realize that God doesn't do it in me. It will not get done. Are y'all with me? Oh, yeah. And brothers and sisters, when you quit relying on yourself, it makes life so much easier. You don't care who likes you. You don't care who don't like you. You don't care who's on your side and who's not on your side. You don't care if they say amen when you preach, docs. You don't care if nobody comes to the Sunday school class. You don't care what anybody says about how you dress, or how you style your hair, or how you walk, or how you look, when you know that who you belong to. Amen. You belong to the Lord. And it's God that's keeping us. You can care less than anybody else thinks about us. Because my hope, I wish I had a witness up in here. Mother Thomas, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. Because I dare not trust the sweetest strain, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All of the ground. Every other ground is sinking sand. <coughs> Let me say this in some sense. I thought it was known that I don't know who this is for. Let me say this. Some sense under the sound of my voice. Who's worried or some brother. You feel like you're getting too, get older. When you walk with the Lord, he'll put something on your face. God will put something in your smile. God will give you an aura, a glow. Y'all with me? You gotta be the Lord though. The young women and that young women and young men in their teens and twenties don't even have and can't even possess. Because when you walk with the Lord and you've known the pain of your earlier life, when you've had some stuff taken away from you, and you've had some people walk away from you. You have some, you have some things that you dreamed about never come true. Can I get a witness in here? Yeah, but then God steps in that to fulfill that dream for you. He deepens your smile. He deepens your testimony. He gives you a song that not even the angels can sing. His grace is sufficient for us. Because when God takes something from you, God brings it back with himself. Anybody here has had some painful circumstances? Did not the Lord show up? Did not the Lord show up, y'all? And, and, and be strength for you and in your weakness? Joy for us in our sorrows? Didn't God do it? Hope for us in our despair? Enthusiasm for tomorrow? God will make a way. We have the promise, y'all, of divine sufficiency. It's right in the text. But finally, I'm trying to get out of your way. 
We also have the promise of divine sovereignty. Divine sovereignty. It's right in the text. Paul says, since you're not going to move it, God, I cried about it, but still haven't, you still haven't moved it. I complained about it, but you still haven't moved it. I prayed about it, and you still haven't moved it. Brothers and sisters, the Psalms, the Psalms are not written in the order in the scripture that you see them in. David and the other writers, they wrote the song, but they're not in the chronological order that they actually were written in. There's to be have the complete book of songs. We look at it. Check this out. Psalms 144 is David complaining. He's asking God to kill somebody. To get rid of some stuff in his life. But the song is written out of order. Psalms 1 is not really Psalms 1. Psalms 144 is written first. And then when David complains and God doesn't respond, he prays in Psalms 54. Listen to me, Dr. Jacob. I might be in the book here. David says, since you are not going to hear my complaint, perhaps you will hear me when I pray. And God still does not move as fast as David wants. So David writes Psalms 34. David says, I complained, and you didn't do nothing. I prayed, and you did not do nothing. So I will bless the Lord. First yeah. <laughs> oh. Psalm 34 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. That is what Paul is saying right here in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Paul said, since you won't move, most gladly, therefore, I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Since you're not going to take away my sickness, I'm going to church and praise you. Yes. So that you become a stronger choir 
I'm emperor. So you become a stronger Sunday, go, Sunday school goer or Sunday school teacher. That you become a, a stronger Christ like a brother and sister in Christ. Because you just resign yourself. Y'all with me? To the fact that God, whatever you want to do with my life, you just get all the glory. Because right. your grace is sufficient. Thank you. Just give me all the blessings you know. When the Lord starts blessing you, y'all, your life, you just can't stay home to God bless God blessing your life. And act like you made it because you just smart. I know some of us are smart and intelligent, and we think we got the thing, this thing wrapped up in a, in a bag of chips. But don't act like you made it because you got a good job. Because you can lose your job in the morning. Amen. Oh, yeah. I know some people in this church right now who have not worked for a whole year, but they have not missed a meal on their table. Can I get a witness on here? They still had a roof over their head because God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you and even I can ask. There's somebody here at that, that had your back up against the wall, almost up against the wall, but then the Lord stepped in right on time and provided enough space between your back and the wall so you did not lose your mind. And you can help me testify this morning. If you don't move, or God don't move for you, he will sustain you in the middle of a bad situation. Amen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In whatsoever situation I am in, I've learned to abase and abound. Yes. Paul said, I've learned to be content in no matter what situation I am. I will bless the Lord at all times. Paul said, whatever he brings me to, I, he will be able to take me through. Yes. I'm not going to complain about what I got to go through. Because yes. the Bible tells me his grace is sufficient for me. So that's easier said than done. You've got to learn to walk with him in the pen. You need to learn how to lean and depend on Jesus. Amen. Amen. And when you lean and depend on Jesus, you know that he's the solid rock you stand. He's the hill from whence coming your help. You don't need nothing, nobody else to help you. You don't need nobody but God. Because the Bible tells me that there's one faith, one Lord, and one baptism. So what that means is that God is not fractioned out. He gives all himself to me. He don't say, I'll give you a little bit today and a little bit tomorrow so you can have all. God is a whole God. He's an intellectual being. He's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Then three unique personalities, but they're all wrapped up in one. He's everything I need, y'all. Why God is so mindful?
struggle. Be fixed. Don't give up. Keep on going when you feel. I press toward the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus.
now I want to stand the invitation of Simon Shep. Maybe some of know the Lord is their personal Savior. Now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. May the Holy, hear the Holy Spirit knocking at your heart. Harden not your heart. Amen. So if there's anyone that doesn't know the Lord, the Lord is your personal Savior. We actually come at this time. You can come as candidates for baptism. You can come on Christian experience. If you know the Lord already, if you know the Lord already, uh, if you see I'm not going to be the truth for you, I'm not going to follow him. God said, you have been thinking about me, but I'm thinking about you.
So I'm so glad to have you here, Dr. Jacobs, you and your family. So very, very, I mean, I treated you like you always was here, but it's the freedom to walk up and do this. This is like, I don't know, I can, if I can, if I can jump the benches, this is just a blessing to the body of Christ. We're, yes. we're filled with anticipation and expectation of what God's getting ready to do in this place. Amen? Yes. Hang on there, Brother Spencer. God is going to turn the glory on. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And that's to all of you just standing in this place. Yes, Amen. 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 As pastor of this church, I extend you the right hand of fellowship. Tell you to Telling you to take your place amongst the people of God. Yes, Lord. You have all the rights and privileges that anyone in this ministry would have. Yes. We're so welcome to have you here. Amen. 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 Now, I'll say this to the ministry. I'll say this to the ministry. I'll give him a chance to say something. But I want to let you know that he actually got more rights and privileges. Amen. Because Pastor, they're so happy to have him here. You understand me, Sister Everyone Thomas? Then I would just volunteer him for a job. He's going to be the spiritual advisor for the pastor. Amen. You hear that? He's going to be pastor, spiritual advisor, and advisor. Okay? Pastor got something he can talk to. Amen. 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 That's a very important thing. I call and we ready to start doing it anyway. And I thank God for that. I'm so glad that you all are here. I'm so Amen. glad you're back home. And I'm so glad I acknowledge uh, Cornelius that you are here. I've told my grandson and you and you've got the Tyler, Lyles out there. You are the young people that's going to encourage these other young people. And you might not look at that as something, but these younger children look up to you. They see they watching what y'all do. And how y'all do it. And they think y'all gonna act crazy like the rest of them acting crazy, but guess what? Y'all gonna raise better than that. Yes. So guess what? Guess what? You still can be be young, have a good time, but you know whose you are and what you are. Yes, right. So I'm saying it's important for y'all. I want you to know I'm just you know, I just hear my mom and dad. You know, you here because God needs you to be here in this place. Amen. 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 I don't know, Dr. James, you got something? I'm sorry. Uh, amen. We're gonna be next Sunday. We're gonna be high tech, Doctor Jenkins. You know that because you know how important it's my next Sunday. Amen. Praise God. I just like to say to uh, Pastor. Okay. You're talking to me? Okay. <laughs> I'm getting advised. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just praise God for uh, Pastor Clark and New Jerusalem and all of you. Uh, I am retiring from pastoring for over 30 years. Amen. Uh, but the Lord has not told me to retire from preaching and teaching. said, uh, Pastor Clark said some time ago, I don't know who told him this, but he said, uh, Jenkins is not here by accident, mm -hmm. he's here by assignment. 
<laughs> but I just praise God for the opportunity to be here and to be of help uh, in any way I can for the body of Christ. And, and I'm humble uh, in what you said, and, and I believe, and I know for a fact that God will direct uh, both of us into what He has called us to do. So my family and I come by Christian experience to be a part of this body. And we praise God for salvation. Amen. Amen. Amen.
We ask, O oh Father God, that as we partake of it, that you create us a clean heart, renew us the right spirit. And when you're done, O oh Father, we ask you for a fresh anointing, one for the suffering the soul of our feet, to the crowns of our head. We know that we're not worthy, O oh Father God, but we thank you for the blood of your son Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. That cleanses us from all unrighteousness. That gives us a right and a privilege to dine with you. And we thank you for that. Thank you, Lord. Bless each and every one under the sound of my voice, O oh Father God. Let them have their hearts right, their minds regulated right now as they partake of this. Father God, as we die together, draw us together as a body, as your children, so we can do the work that you have called us to do. Yes. If you do this, you some of thank us, O oh Father God. We will catch to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. amen. amen.
said, blessed, this is my body, which is broken for you. Our Lord's body. Likewise, he took the cup. He said, this cup is the New Testament for my shed blood. Our Lord's blood. supper was ended, the scripture says they sung a hymn and went out of the eastern gate of Jerusalem, across Brook Kidron, through the Kidron Valley and on to the Garden of Gethsemane. I can hear the Lord in the garden saying, if this cup pass from me, nevertheless, not my will, but thine will be done. Eventually, as he wrestled with the powers of darkness, Judas and his comrades would come and betray the Lord with a kiss. In the Passover meal, it's significant that John says, chapter 30, chapter 13, verse 30, rather. Judas left before the institution of the Lord's Supper. He was there for the Passover. John says that he went out and it was night. It was significant, not because of the darkness, but it was night for Judas. 
because he failed to receive the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But aren't you glad today that going all the way back to the Old Testament, where the Paschal Lamb was killed, waiting today when the real Paschal Lamb would come and die at Calvary and be resurrected. Aren't you glad today? Yeah. That when he died and was resurrected, the word says the veil was rent top to bottom. Indicative of the fact that it was from heaven and not a man. Praise God today. For Jesus our Christ. Amen. Father, God bless the hands that have prepared and the hands that have provided it. 
as they dine together, let us think about each other and come closer together. In Jesus' Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.